if you're the sort of person that sort of slacks off when your boss isn't there or anything like that, you're going to really struggle because your boss isn't there. You know, you're not in here looking over my shoulder or, or anything like that. Yeah, you, so, you, you might not even be wearing any trousers. Yeah, it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> hi, team. Hi, Doug. Hi, Emily. Hi. Hey, hey I, thought, uh, I thought it'd be a really interesting conversation after we realised that uh, Doug's worked in an office and you haven't, Emily, that, you know, there's a lot of talk at the minute around should we work from home? Should we work from the office? We're, as a team, all kind of 10 of us or so, uh, spread out across the country in Manchester and Kent and Chippenham and uh, Sirencester. So, um, you know, we've we've been remote from the start. It's always been my, I guess, my vision to have a really productive, uh, energised, healthy remote workforce. So uh, it's really interesting for me to find out a little bit about your, um, your working experience as well and, and which has been good for you. Just a generally interesting conversation for us to have. So... I think we'll kick off just by having a bit of an intro from you both, a little bit about your working background of working in or not in an office, uh, and then just a discussion around uh, maybe what was good about it, what you think you've missed, um, and your experience there. So let's start off with ladies first, Emily. Um, introduce yourself, tell us a bit about your previous work experience and what got you to Danny & Co. Yeah, so I'm Emily. I'm the social media manager here at Danny & Co., so before I started this role, I'd worked in retail for three years, just as a part-time role. Um, and then I moved to Waitressing. I did that for a year after uni. And then I went back to uni and did events management where I had a part-time internship. Then I graduated uni and struggled to find a job post-graduation because of COVID and all of that. And then here I am at Danny and Co. So how long were you unemployed for between, so so was the, what was the marketing job before? That was the events management one. It was for um, the food company. Oh yes. So I yeah. did marketing for them, yeah. And how, how long was it between then and when you started working here? So I graduated or finished my degree in December and I guess, was it March? So March, April, so start of April, so yeah, about three, three months. And it, were you looking for work in, during that whole time? Yeah, from literally the day I handed my dissertation in. Wow. To April. Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, we'll we'll maybe dig into you working from home and how it's gone for you uh, in a minute. So, Doug, introduce yourself. Uh, and uh, what your working experience has been like. Yeah, so I'm Doug, I'm in Manchester. I'm a graphic designer. Um, so I did a, a degree here in Manchester in graphic design. And when I graduated in 2019, I think it was, it sounds like ages ago, but um, they, um, I went straight to freelance just for sort of basic freelance. Um, and, um, I signed up for universal credit uh, because I wasn't getting much work at the start and they kind of do a top up kind of thing um, with your money. And I think my work coach, I think they're called or job coach um, basically said, it might be useful if you get a work experience place just to get a bit of experience in. Um, and so he found me a place in an office in a, I think they're the biggest housing association in Manchester 
so 200 plus employees in this office um, and I was in this little marketing team doing craft design um, so that was for about eight weeks and once that was over I went back into proper full-time um, freelancing so I was working from or working remotely mainly a lot of coffee shops um, yeah. a little bit at home but mostly coffee shops um, and uh, once the lockdown hit, obviously work slowly died, basically. Um, and I was still doing little, little bits of work here and there, but then I, I decided it's better to probably find a stable job. And so um, around about that time, the uh, kickstart scheme uh, started and pretty much my second application was Danienko. Uh, and here I am. Nice. So the, the, when you're in the marketing department in the housing association, how many roughly was there? Ten, maybe. Oh, cool. And what, so what was it like working in like the company and the office in the, I guess, in the department as well? Because you do get to, I guess you were sitting pretty close together and got to talk and that kind of thing. Yeah, so there's basically two tables, really, where people are sort of facing inwards. Um, so one there, one there, everyone facing, mm. facing. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, you get to know each other. Um, I mean, the, the difference between remote and, and working in office is sort of the constant chat, I think is quite a big difference. Uh, so so, yeah, so you, you get to know each other um, quite quickly, I'd say. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was only a small team really, so 10 is not that big um, in a 200. <laughs> Um, people office and I mean you get to know other people around or you email them but sometimes you don't even meet these people you're emailing um, at least in that size yeah I was going to say so actually for it was more important do you think being part of a department than it was of the company I guess because like it was a big 200 person company you probably don't meet most of them anyway but actually having the little department that you were in probably was more close um, yeah relationships that you had yeah and because it's just a placement I had someone above me who basically got the work sent to them most of the time and then they sent it to me so I was talking to her across the table really so yeah. again um there's only a couple really a few bits of work that was sent directly from whatever department yeah um, was was there anything like was there anything that you didn't like about working in a company of 200 kind of uh, scenario? Um, I mean, you feel pretty small. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, this, yeah, yeah, it's sort of one in 200. It's not. Oh, for, so you're talking in terms of like a, a an impact kind of? Yeah, of yeah. Thing? Yeah, I mean, you just feel sort of like, yeah, one in 200. Um, I mean, obviously they're nice people. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, um. yeah. It's fun, it's funny that, isn't it? It's um, because two hundred, two hundred. You know, there's companies all around the world that are tens of thousands of employees, and I imagine that they feel pretty small. Um, but yeah, e even in, uh, I've worked in companies before of thirty, forty, fifty, and even then, you kind of feel a little bit like a number, even though you do feel closer to department managers or supervisors or whatever. 
So yeah, so that's quite interesting actually, because um, working in a company of two hundred in an office do you, is kind of what I'm getting from this is that it's kind of no different from working remotely, where you probably never meet them anyway, kind of thing. I don't know who they are, but um, but in the department that's different, obviously. So that's that's quite interesting. Um, what was what were the good things about working from an office? Um, the as I said, the, ch the the chatting, getting to know each other, was mm. quite a big one. Um, I think um, you don't necessarily have to be as disciplined in sort of getting getting work started. Um, once you're there, I found I found it was quite difficult the motivation of getting there. So yeah. the big step was actually getting up in the morning and walking. It was about twenty minute walk there. Um, and then that was a big motivation. And then once you're there, I just felt like it was easy to just get stuck in. Whereas obviously working remotely, um, if you're the sort of person that sort of slacks off when your boss isn't there or anything like that, you're going to really struggle because your boss isn't there. You know, you're not in here looking over my shoulder or, or anything like that. Um, yeah, you, so you, you might not even be wearing any trousers. Yeah, I might not be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am just <laughs> yeah yeah let's just confirm the uh, Doug is wearing trousers okay um, so how about you Emily so you you've never had the experience of working in an office do you ever feel like you're missing out on something um, I think sometimes like I could always imagine when I'd graduated I would go into an office um you know daily commute get a coffee have lunch with the team or something like that but you know working from home is I actually really love it because I love the freedom and I like that I can go and get snacks or go and get a coffee. Um, and I like the freedom of being able to work when you want, where you want. I think, as Doug said, kind of the only thing that maybe I do miss, maybe the interaction that I had when I worked in retail and waitressing a little bit, just because. Because that's really like you're interacting with people like strangers all the time, aren't you? That's, so that is quite a different thing. Yeah, and, and actually that's something that Doug wouldn't have even experienced in working in an office unless you, I don't know, met someone random from the company in the in the kitchen or the coffee area or whatever, you know. But even then, like plucking up the courage to say hello to a stranger, even though they work in the same company, from my experience anyway, just doesn't really happen. They might say hello just to be friendly at the coffee vending machine. Hi, are you all right? Yeah, you? Yeah. And that's kind of it, isn't it? But um, so that's quite interesting, actually, uh, because waitressing and retail is very customer centric, very cu customer facing. So you wouldn't necessarily get that in an office anyway. So that's quite interesting. But how, how are you generally finding the work from home scenario? Do you think it's do you think it's um, or can you see it being a long-term future for, for other businesses as well that might not might not be used to this, I guess? I think um, it all depends on kind of what industry it mm. is. I think for, like for us, for a creative agency, absolutely. Mm. Um, so we have, um, we have like Slack for communication. We have Zoom, obviously, that we're on now. Um, we, are, we we generally don't use email internally just because we don't want to double up on Slack and email and that kind of thing. And that so we've kind of adopted that as our 
the way that we communicate, how do you think that works as a remote company uh, between us as a team? Uh, let's go to Doug. Uh, how do you think the Slack works between us as a team? I think it works quite well. Um, I mean, I used it when I was in university, we used it for group projects. So I, I, mean, I knew it anyway, um, I need a system. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it works well with all the separate channels. Um, Cause like we've got a creative team one, um, which is just for the content really, I think. Um, and then obviously the, you got like ask Dan and um, all those sort of ones where it's just kind of, it separates it nicely. Um, but also I think being able to chat a little bit individually. Um, so like I've chatted with yeah a few people on there. Um, Emily and I were chatting just before this. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think it works really well. And um, I mean, use, using things like, like Trello alongside it for the project management really helps. Um, yeah, so we do, so we have Trello, Slack, Dropbox, and they all kind of integrate with each other. So it can make it a little bit easier that way. Um, it, it might not be the same as, you know, walking over to someone's desk and tapping them on the shoulder or whatever, but we, we do know that if we need anything, we're there for each other, I guess. And um, how have you found it, Emily? How Do you like the Slack platform? Is that working well for us, do you think? it's good I do like it um and I like that if I want to send you know a TikTok into our chit chat combo <laughs> I absolutely can um, yeah and you know people respond quickly and most people are online all the time so I think it works really well how, how much do you think how uh, I guess we have to find that balance because one of the big culture things about working in larger companies is the whole meetings about meetings culture um, that we've tried to reduce as much as we can here. Um, and I think Slack really helps with that, actually, and, and possibly Trello. But Trello can become the meeting about a meeting as well. So, oh, sorry, not Trello, Zoom, sorry. So that can become like a Zoom about Zoom. Uh, so I'm really conscious that we, we don't do that as much as we can. Um, and I'd like to think that we have less meetings and we're a little bit more productive for it. Um, but how how do you think how do you think this translates from uh, improvements from the real world where we might have had a meeting about a meeting to like Zoom and Slack and Trello? Do do you think it's transferred in a positive way? I guess only from your experience here, but uh, do you think it's transferred in a positive way there, or is there still things you think could be improved if other people are thinking maybe we could use Slack or Zoom or uh, or, or Trello. Do you think there's stuff that could be improved there? Um, I think the only difficulty that I found is if we have a meeting and say we all, you ask for lots of ideas, sometimes everyone will jump at once and then we kind of have to be like, oh, you go, no, you go, it's fine. That's that's the only thing, but I think it works quite well otherwise. Mm. Yeah, I, actually, I found that it's the regulation of like who talks next is quite difficult on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can... I guess you can do like a raise hand thing, you know, there's plenty of that on Zoom, uh, but then it loses its human aspect. It loses its like, I, I, I almost prefer the fact that everyone goes to talk together than to click a button to raise a hand, if you like, because it's, uh, at least it feels a little bit more real then. I prefer that, that interaction and that conversation than the button click, I guess. What do you think, Doug? 
Yeah, I think um, it feels quite sort of automated in the sense that I speak, now you speak, now Emily speaks, and it's sort of like that. Um, but then, so that's horrible for the human side, but for meetings, it's streamlined. It streamlines, streamlines it sort of because you can get through, okay, we're doing this part in the meeting, now we're doing this part. So it's sort of the, pro and con, the pros and cons kind of. Yeah, so it, that's like the, so the agenda thing is pretty important in, in these online meetings. Um, and every now and again, I'll jump in Slack and say, this is what we're going to be talking about in the meeting, go, and, go away and think about this. Uh, a little bit like I do with one-to-ones and stuff, where I'll, I'll just write stuff that I'm thinking about that I want you to think about that we'll discuss in the meeting. And it, that can help a little bit uh, with, with preparation. So everyone's talking about like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Do we work from home? Do we go to the office? Do we do a hybrid or, or whatever? So what's, what's your opinions on it? Where do you stand in terms of, do you think that you would enjoy being in an office more or do you think you would enjoy working from home more if it was more of a long-term, long-term thing? Doug, let's go to you. I'd choose working from home. Um, mm. I'm used to it for my freelance stuff as well. Um, and I did freelance specifically to work remotely. Mm. Um, I mean, I know some companies won't allow it, but I wanted to be able to travel. That's the thing I wanted to do. So travel somewhere and still be able to do the work. Yeah. Um, and all you need is a, an internet connection and your computer and, or your laptop and, and that's it. Is that like travel long haul? You're thinking I'll be able to go on holiday and do this stuff as well? Or was it just... Oh, it would be holiday, but yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here it's more, you feel more integrated in the culture where you are because everyone else is there working. So mm. you're there, you work then in the evenings, you go out or weekends um, and you feel a real connection with the culture. Um, I mean, the companies that that don't do that, that won't, wouldn't allow that, that are very strict nine to five um, from yeah. working from home. Um, obviously that won't work. Um, but actually that's a good point though, because a lot of companies do that. They say you can work from home, but you still have to work in nine to five and we will watch you and we will check on you. And I've known companies before where they they have a slack channel or a whatsapp group for example for a team or for employees and they get messages every 10 minutes like have you got this Do you, are you doing this remember this meeting that like it's constant um so it's been very different i guess or or at least the way i think about it is very different to to that so i mean could working from if that was a situation and I was messaging you every half hour, an hour, just checking up on you. Do you think you would enjoy working from home as much? No, I think just get in my office um, <laughs> and talk to me, talk to me across the desk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So actually it can depend on, I guess, the leadership style and, and how yeah. the culture is. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. How about you, Emily? So I really like working from home as well. I think it's the way forward. I do sometimes struggle a little bit if you know I kind of sometimes want that interaction but I think because we I mean me and Danny we speak you basically check in on me most days see if I'm okay I have conversations with people like Doug other members of the team so I think it's nice I think you know I'd be open to an office one day maybe part-time the hybrid um, mm -hmm. so, but yeah for the most part I think 
working from home is nice. I just like the flexibility. Mm. One of the distinctions I've realised over the last year, year and a half, when people are talking about remote work is we immediately, and we've kind of even done it just in this talk now, but we automatically revert to working from home. But we don't realise that actually we can work from anywhere. It doesn't have to be our home. So what, what do you both think about other places you might use as an office or a workspace? If you could, I know Doug, you mentioned coffee shops and Emily as well. Like, is that the kind of environment you'd like to work in? If you weren't working from home, you know, is there, how important is it to have a, I guess, a set base where you work from? Or could you just work a different place each day of the week and still be happy? What do you think, Emily? I think I like, so I have a little office that I work in most of the time. But since things have opened back up, I've spent one day working in a different location. And it was just nice to, it was almost like refreshing to work somewhere else. And I was, I was way more productive than I had been the previous day. And I think just moving around, like changing location can sometimes just increase your productivity. Mm. Yeah, I, I know that just from being a designer and being creative, a different environment can really, it does, it jolts your brain a little bit into uh, thinking differently I think it's the same thing that people talk about where most of your ideas come in the shower when you're not thinking about trying to come up with ideas all of a sudden they come in the shower and I think that's um, a really good point to you know where people may revert to working from home actually what you need to do is not work from home if that's your set base where you work maybe you should work from home a few days a week and somewhere else a few days a week but that not be an office it can actually be anywhere um, what do you think Doug? I mean yeah I like the sort of coffee shop working um, especially like in here in Manchester I would often go before everything shut down I'd go into a cafe Nero there's a sort of upstairs little space in the corner and there'd be things going on around me nice little buzz around and you could just really get in the zone with the sort of things around you I don't know it sort of helped, the buzz helped um, sort of keep me focused, um, which maybe is sort of mimicking the office, I'm not sure, because yeah. the noise around you. Um, yeah. But um, I mean, thinking about it, I've, I've looked at co-working spaces as well, mm -hmm. um, which um, I think I've used one once, um, but they, they're a similar sort of thing with the sort of people working around you, um, not necessarily working with you um yeah. but then you get the network as well so yeah I, it's important yeah i love i love co-working spaces i think they're great i i've thought maybe if and when the time comes in future i, I would love a co-working space where you can recreate the different where the different places you work so i imagine this co-working space where it has a very clean I guess, our office area, but then they have a coffee shop cafe area where with desks as well and plugs that you can plug into in, within the same building and then maybe somewhere else, which is a little bit more relaxed beanbag type feel. So you can change your entire environment within the same building. I think that would be really, you know, we've just spoke about now about changing your environment and it helps creativity and ideas. So having all that within one space, I think would really be cool. That's something I've thought about recently. What do you, what do you both tend to look for 
in a in a working space because you know we all we all get to have our desk and our little trinkets and our things but uh you know you mentioned Doug about like background noise as well and that kind of thing do you is there anything you look for in a works work environment or workspace specifically Emily I do like a bit of background noise mm. um not all the time because sometimes I really need to focus but background noise is is good sometimes I think it can like Doug said mimic the office chat essentially um and somewhere that sells drinks coffee <laughs> so yeah preferably if they come to the table and serve it so you haven't got to leave your desks kind of thing yeah <laughs> what about you Doug a, a wi-fi connection really um <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. I mean I like listening to podcasts while working um mm -hmm. I mean if I'm doing something where I'm focusing on a PDF reading or making an ebook or something like that. I can't listen to podcasts because I'm trying to read and someone's talking about information crossover. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, in this sort of simple design logos, whatever, I like having that sort of, it has to be something light. It can't be something too in depth. So, like some sort of comedy kind of, you know, just chatting or something like that. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it just kind of works nicely. So, it puts me in the zone. Yeah, nice. Uh, so just before we wrap up, I think um, one thing that really strikes me is with all the talk from working from home or working from an office or a hybrid, one thing that we, I guess I've kind of forced upon you all is that you make your own decisions about where you work and when you work. And uh, that can be quite risky for some, but I think uh, you both have, uh, well, the whole team really, but you both have taken to it really well. Um, what so just to finish up it'd be good to get your thoughts on um, what did you think when you first kind of came to Danny Co and the message was you can work wherever you like whenever you like as long as the work, work is done what, what did you what was going through your head what did you think about it <laughs> it'd be good to to hear your thoughts uh, let's go to Doug I mean, my first thought was I need to create a structure um, <laughs> so I I mean I work pretty much between nine to five which is kind of a typical thing obviously there's more freedom still within it um but i i like to have that sort of set time to do all the work uh, monday to friday i don't work on the weekends um and it means i can connect with other people sort of friends family who work nine to five monday to friday um so that was my first thought just get the structure in um that's the, I, I find that really interesting. You know, we had we had the talk before about how you want to work and when you want to work and that kind of thing. And I thought it was really interesting that given all the freedom in the world, you box yourself into a Monday to Friday nine to five. But I completely get the thought around it. Like I need to have this this I need to give myself this environment to get the work done so I can have the freedom to go and do the stuff with my friends when they're not working as well completely makes sense so but at least you then know that if you need an appointment or want to get your hair cut or whatever you know you can just say actually I'm going to take a longer break or I can take the morning off and then uh, work another day so yeah yeah it's really interesting um Emily what did you think did you think I was crazy <laughs> I found it a bit bizarre only because I've I'd never heard of it before not the working from home part but just having a boss essentially who's so chill essentially like I'm used to you know having to 
create my own structure when I was at uni and things like that and sticking to deadlines but for a boss to be like oh work where you want I don't mind it's it's refreshing I think um and it works really well for my schedule because um I have a few friends and my boyfriend they all work different days of the week and different times so if I want to go for a lunch on a Tuesday I can (laughs) so yeah it's nice lovely I think uh the big message from this and I, I think it's been really worthwhile to kind of dig into both of your backgrounds and your thoughts and feelings. It's great for me to um, to get a better idea about that as well. But also just to, I guess, reinforce the fact that it doesn't matter if you think we should work from home or you think we should work remotely or whether you think we should do a bit of both. I think the important thing is that you both know how you best work. You both know you need a particular structure to work with when you want to work what flexibility you need and you can create that that time uh role or your job role around around you and you're the one to make that decision uh so i think that's a really good message from this thanks for both joining me and having this conversation and hopefully other people get some some insight and benefit from it as well so thank you both thanks (laughs) (laughs) yay cheers guys